Welcome to the City Church Cardiff podcast. We're an Elim Pentecostal church in the centre of Cardiff, dedicated to bringing hope in the name of Jesus. Thank you for joining us today. We hope you're inspired and impacted by this message. Let's just stay in this attitude of worship as you take your seats. I want to speak today about breakthrough anointing. You know, it's a new year and happy new year. And at this time, many people make New Year's resolutions. The time to cut out bad habits, to introduce some good habits. I was looking at a YouGov survey, looking at the top resolutions made across the UK in 2022. And unsurprisingly, like many other years past, right at the top was health, diet, and fitness goals. But what if I said to you that this year, my resolution is to grow more fats? What would you say? I hope someone's not saying you're already fat, Dominic. And what if I wanted to say to you, I want you to join me too, that we make a resolution to grow fat this year. What on earth is he talking about? Let's go to the Bible. Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. In that day, their burden will be lifted from your shoulders, their yoke from your neck. The yoke will be broken because you have grown so fat. Someone's thinking, that's not in the Bible. Check it, check it. It is in the Bible. It's in the NIV there. Because you have grown so fat. In fact, turn to your neighbor if you're here in the building. You can type it online and say it. Because you have grown so fat. No one's saying it. Oh, It's a really strange last line there. I want to explain that to you in a moment. But let me just paint some context for Isaiah chapter 10, verse 27. Here the prophet Isaiah, he's prophesying to King Hezekiah of Judah. Judah is facing a lot of trouble from the Assyrian Empire and particularly King Sennacherib. Having laid waste to her cities and trampled the people, now it looks as if Sennacherib has his sights on Judah and Judah is going to fall. But into that bleak situation, and it really looks like that in the natural realm, that it's not going to be a good few days ahead for Judah. The word of God comes and this is it. It's an encouragement that God is going to deliver the people of Judah from the power of the Assyrians. That God is about to destroy the crushing yoke of the Assyrians. And why is he going to do that? Well, according to the NIV translation, because you have grown so fat. It's a strange phrase. Now that word translated from the Hebrew to the English here by the NIV as so fat can also be translated as fatness or oil or anointing and in Isaiah 10 27 the same verse in the New King James version that's how it translates it as anointing oil so let's look at it from there it shall come to pass in that day that his burden will be taken away from your shoulder and his yoke from your neck and the yoke will be destroyed because of the anointing oil So maybe that brings some clarity to you. I'll keep on unpacking that. But God is promising here a new day for the people, that a new day is coming and that the yoke would be destroyed. 
You see, the yoke as the oldest form of harness is figurative of bondage and affliction. A yoke was a device for linking two animals to a cart or to a plow. You'll see it here on the screen, a little picture of that. And early yokes, they consisted of curved wooden bars that rested on the shoulders or necks of the animals, usually oxen. And that yoke would be attached to a cart or a, or a plow to enable those animals to pull some kind of heavy load. And when the NIV translates what the New King James Version translates as because of the anointing oil, the NIV translates it as because you have grown so fat. What you have to understand here is, and this is why people were hesitant to say it to uh, one another, but hopefully by the end of this, when you understand what it means, you'll think, okay, that's a good thing. It's a blessing. It's a positive word here. It's something that denotes strength. It's, uh, whereas in today's kind of culture and language, we can think of, of fatness as something negative. Here, it's, it's, it's really talking of like a, a thickness of stature. Think of like one of those Welsh rugby players with those thick um, necks. This is what is being described here. And the idea is that because the animals were yoked on the neck, if the animal were to grow larger or fatter, it would grow stronger and therefore the yoke would not be able to fit on that neck again. The yoke would break from its neck. The yoke would no longer be fit for purpose. The animal would therefore be free. I'll talk in a little while about the one positive usage of um, the word yoke in the Bible. But generally when the Bible talks about yokes, it's always a picture of oppression and burden, a person being bound to something that they shouldn't be. And the Lord spoke to me through this verse, which is what I believe given me a word in season for this church, for you, for this congregation here in the building and online for this moment. As we start this year, Isaiah 10, 27, that as Assyria did to Israel and to Judah, that Satan tries to bow us down with all kinds of yokes and burdens. He tries to put a yoke across our necks because his mission is to steal, to kill, and to destroy. Yokes that he tries to throw onto the people of God. Yokes that sometimes through our own choices we have unwittingly welcomed into our lives. Therefore, the, the enemy leading us to places that we don't want to go. But you're desperate today. You don't want to go to the same places you've been in 2021. You're seeking the freedom of the Lord. And I want to tell you today that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing. That's a word for you. And it's a word for our church that the yoke shall be destroyed because of the anointing oil. That's the word I've come to announce today, that the yoke shall be broken. And I want you to get hold of that. I don't know what kind of yoke it is for you. Maybe it's a yoke of disappointment. Maybe it's a yoke of pain or infirmity or sickness. Maybe it's a yoke of bitterness or pride or unforgiveness. A yoke of some kind of bad habits. A yoke of depression or fear or anxiety. A yoke of marital issues or relational breakdown. A yoke of financial issues. Whatever it is. I believe the power of God is here. That the oil is here for the yoke to be broken off our necks. If you believe that, would you say amen? 
And would you claim that word for yourself? It's time for the yoke to be broken, that weight to be lifted from our shoulders. Now listen, we have to be careful not to see a devil behind every lamppost. And we try hard here at City Church to teach the balance, nuance, theology of glory and suffering where we also make room to see the Holy Spirit's work in times of suffering and struggle and weakness and weariness. His presence in the valleys as well as on the mountaintops. That we don't just look for it in the miracles and in the signs and wonders. But make no mistake about it. There are miracles, signs and wonders for today. There are mountaintop experiences to be enjoyed And the anointing destroys bondage. The anointing brings release. The anointing brings breakthrough. And there's a breakthrough anointing here as we start 2022 to enter into the things of God. But the things that held us back in 2021, we're leaving there. We're not going into this year with those things anymore again. You know, the anointing is the divine flow of the power of the Holy Spirit that has the ability to break every form of oppression and bondage and harness that's what God wants to break off of our lives the anointing is the power of God in a person's life for deliverance you know the anointing brings the power to see hurt hearts heal to restore dead relationships to fix broken homes to cause barren wombs to break forth with new life to see the seemingly impossible become possible there is anointing from heaven available for us as we surrender to the lord as we put his word first and put it into practice there's some people here watching online some people here in the building that spiritually speaking you can scarcely breathe because of the yoke there's a weight upon you you've crossed over into 2022 not sensing that lifted but I want to tell you today you're in the right place you're tuning in at the right time because there's a moment I believe where God wants to release you bring his anointing power to set you free that you'll be able to lift your head high again be able to walk lighter and freer Jeremiah 30 and verse 8 says, For it shall come to pass in that day. And for us, a manifestation of that day, I believe, is today, this year. That I will break his yoke, the enemy's yoke from your neck, and will burst your bonds. The anointing bursts bonds. The anointing sets us free. The anointing destroys destroys yokes and every satanic bondage. Here's one of the key things that we have to do, and this is where sometimes people miss it. We have to cooperate with the anointing. If you think back to what the NIV is saying, because you've grown so fat, it's talking about an ox that grows so fat that that yoke that once fit it, that once controlled it, can no longer fit it anymore. Why does that yoke no longer fit? Well, because that means that the yoke of the enemy no longer fits it starts to break its grip starts to be loosened from our life the hold that the devil once had as we surrender to god we get fatter and fatter according to this metaphor and the yoke falls off in fact some translations even say is destroyed you see the yoke is destroyed broken off by the anointing if satan tries to bring it back another time 
it doesn't fit. And so this here is a picture, I believe, of spiritual growth and spiritual maturity. And I believe that for us today, the rhema word from God from this scripture, Isaiah 10.27, how it applies to us is about God saying that there is a, a greater weight of his presence and glory coming and an accompanying anointing to set us free. That as we intentionally pursue spiritual growth, as we determine to stay close to the God this year, as we rise to new levels of maturity in discipleship, the yoke of the enemy will no longer fit, that there'll be a new level of freedom, spiritual freedom to engage. And that's why this year I want to encourage you to pursue things that feed that spiritual person. We've talked about this before, spiritual disciplines, which can either be disciplines of engagement or abstinence. Engagement, things like Bible reading or Bible listening, um, abstinence, things like fasting, spiritual disciplines like prayer and church attendance and small group fellowship and Sabbath and rest and silence and solitude. These areas where we can make room for the presence of God in our lives. As we intentionally do these things and put these things into place in our lives, we grow spiritually and we become stronger. And that is the way we see the victory, the victory that is ours, the victory that has been promised. You see, when we don't pray, the neck shrinks. The anointing dissipates. When we don't engage with the Bible, when we relax about church attendance and other key important spiritual disciplines, when we look at our own needs ahead of being generous and prioritizing others in God's kingdom, the neck shrinks, and it's as if the enemy can put his yoke upon us. How does that anointing grow as we stay close to God, as we intentionally pursue those habits and rhythms and disciplines that allow that spirit man, that spirit woman to grow? So can I encourage you, feed on God's word and surrender to him. And as you do that, this weight of God's presence and glory so much so that the presence of God on your life will be so strong that the enemy will not be able to get a grip and hold, that you'll get stronger and stronger. And that's the reason why the yoke won't fit. So this is talking about spiritual growth here. That the things that the enemy was once able to do in our lives, no longer able to do again because more and more of God's glory and presence on our lives. And yet the sad fact is, that there are many malnourished Christians out there. When it comes to being spiritually fat in this right sense, there's a negative use of that term as well, but in this Isaiah 10:27 sense, where are you? Are you malnourished or are you spiritually fat? Galatians 5 talks about the believer's life being the battleground between the flesh and the spirit. And I love, I think it was Billy Graham who once explained it this way. He used this illustration of a man who had two dogs, a black dog and a white dog. And he'd take them out to the market square and he'd get the dogs to fight. And people would place bets as to which dog would win, whether it be the black dog or the white dog. And it didn't seem to go according to any rhyme or reason. One week it would be the black dog, next week the black dog, then the white dog, and then the black dog, and then the white dog. And it, there was no kind of pattern to it, except a few people noticed that this dog owner, he always put his bets 
on the dog that always won. And so people said, how come you always get it right? And the dog owner said, it's quite simple. One week I feed this dog and I starve the other. And the dog I feed is the one that wins. The reason why we can be malnourished as Christians is because we're feeding the flesh. We're starving the spirit, our small s, spirit, our spirit man, our spirit woman. But as we surrender to the Holy Spirit, an anointing comes, the neck gets stronger and stronger and fatter and fatter. And so that harness of the enemy, the bondage of the enemy can no longer fit. Can I encourage you this year, guard the anointing that is on your life. Cherish it, value it. Seek to make it grow. Make yourself fat on the word of God that no yokes from the enemy can be placed around your neck. So there's a freedom. We're going to minister that freedom in a few moments. A freedom for you from every yoke and oppression from the enemy that this truly will be a year of victory, of liberty, that you go into this year ready to pursue the purposes of God and to run after them. But you know, there's even more than that because it's not just for your freedom. It's for other people's freedom too. And this is where it gets really, really exciting because all the things that I've been talking about so far, it's not just for your own benefit. It's that you could come to a healthy place spiritually, that you can make the kind of impact that you always made, always designed and made to, to, to make in this world. That's why God created you. And I believe that as God pours out his spirit upon us, he's anointing us that we can see what is broken out there healed, that we can be his tools of transformation in society, seeing lives and culture even transformed, agents of God to bring freedom and healing and liberty across our land. That's because the anointing is something that enables us to share in the ministry of Jesus Christ. 1 John 3, 8 describes the ministry of Jesus as to destroy the works of the devil. And this is why this church exists. This is why the church exists. To destroy the works of the devil and to see God's purposes come to pass. Everything that the devil has done, Jesus came to undo. I love how Acts 10.38 describes it. It says how God anointed, anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and with power who went about doing good and healing all who were oppressed by the devil for God was with him. Jesus' anointing enabled him to see the enemy defeated, driven out, destroyed, and disarmed. And that same anointing that rested upon Jesus is the same anointing. It's the power of the Holy Spirit that rests upon us. Jesus said prophetically about himself in, John, in Luke chapter 4 and verses 18 to 19. The Spirit of the Lord is on me because he's anointed me to preach good news to the poor. He has sent me to proclaim freedom for the prisoners and recovery of sight for the blind to release the oppressed, to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. That scripture that Jesus spoke over himself is now a scripture that he invites us to take for ourselves and as our mission, as our mandate, because this is still the work that we need to do today. And it's why we need the anointing of the Holy Spirit. As Jesus came alongside his disciples when he walked the earth, the Holy Spirit comes alongside us to anoint us to do those very same things, to break bondages and release people from oppression. And it's the anointing oil that breaks a yoke 
as we think about our society, as we think about our city, think about your street, think about your family, think about your community, think about your school, your university, your workplace, your spheres of influence, those circles in which you inhabit most of the rest of the week. There are yokes there that need to be broken and he has anointed you to see those yokes broken and to see the work of the enemy reversed and undone. It's an amazing promise that the same anointing that Jesus had, we have that same anointing. That same anointing that caused blind Bartimaeus to see Lazarus to raise from the dead. That same anointing that Jesus ministered in to see miracles is the same anointing that rests upon us as his people. That's why he said, I will build my church and the gates of Hades will not prevail against it. There is an anointing for the church to not just be on the defense, but to move forward, to take territory in the spiritual realm, to advance and to see lives and culture ultimately set free and transformed because we're called to partner with God in seeing the enemy's works destroyed, bringing life and healing where there's poverty and seeing the broken healed and ministering freedom to the captives, reaching out in the empowering presence and power of the Holy Spirit to see people changed. So it's an anointing upon us for our freedom and an anointing upon us for other people's freedom as well. That we may be healed to make an impact, made whole to make a difference would you stand with me in this place? In this time, just before we ask for that weight of God's presence and glory to come and to rest and abide upon us even more. You know, as we consecrate ourselves, I'm reminded about another scripture Matthew 11, 28 to 30. You see, we've been talking about the devil's yoke, but Jesus also has a yoke. And in Matthew 11, 28 to 30, Jesus said, come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls, for my yoke is easy. And my burden is light. We're called to take on the yoke of Jesus. You see, a farmer would usually put two oxen alongside each other. A mature, seasoned oxen on, ox on one side and an inexperienced young one on the other. And would put the two together. And quite simply, the elder would train the younger. And the elder would often bear the majority of the loads and eventually the younger ox would learn and even be able to do the same thing when it was a bit older for another younger one that was coming up. Jesus here is inviting us to enter into his yoke, to follow his lead, to go where he goes, to allow him to carry our burdens. It's a beautiful picture. You see, the devil's yoke brings oppression, but Jesus' yoke brings freedom and liberty. When we're yoked to Jesus, we learn from him. We learn to be like him and to even do the things that he does. It's the yoke of discipleship, which he's inviting us into. Jesus is saying here, get into the yoke with me. Allow me to lead you. 
and guide you. Don't go alone. And certainly don't put the devil's yoke on you. Don't allow him to do that. So in this moment of consecration, would you say yes to the yoke of Jesus? Would you say, Jesus, I choose you? I surrender to you. In that day, the yoke of the enemy shall be destroyed because of the anointing. Because you have grown so fat. In other words, strength and vitality and spiritual life. And that is what I speak over each and every one of you in this building. Those of you watching at home online, we speak a strengthening right now. Oh, that spiritual man, that spiritual woman. Would you rise up? this year and be who you really are in Christ and walk according to your identity in Christ where there has been malnourishment and where there has been weakness I pray Holy Spirit as we surrender to you you would come and you would show your power and right now we take authority over the yokes of the enemy we hope you're encouraged by today's message to find out more, visit our website at citychurchcardiff.com or find us on social media.